0: This week on Inspire Today.
1: When you shift, you're not raising children, you're influencing them now. So we shift from training, from raising, to influencing. And you can only influence those that you make feel the best about themselves. So you know what, a parent better work really hard when they're little to get their children's heart. See, if you get their heart when when they're small and you make sure that you validate them and spend time and quality time with them when they're small, when they get to that point of that teenage year where you're beginning to make the shift, you will have that influence that you need to have over their lives.
2: No matter how old you are, no matter the color of your skin, whatever your desire, through God, and pray you can achieve great things this show was created to educate inspire and provide spiritual insight to fulfill God's purpose for your life this is aspire today welcome back Aspire today is here again. We pray that you were blessed from our previous broadcast. We had a great time with some very special guests. And we were talking about parenting our adult children. And I am so excited that God allowed Pastors Tyrone and Cynthia Marshall to be back with us today. I am Pastor Ronald Bragg. This is my wife, Pastor Charlita Bragg. And we're the hosts for your show today. Aspire Nation, get ready. There's something special on the horizon for you, Mm -hmm. Pastor Tyrone and Pastor Cynthia. Welcome back.
3: Oh, thanks. Thanks for having us back. (laughs) Yeah, we. uh, I
2: I can tell you, I am ready to learn some more. Yes. And to glean some more wisdom. Uh, That that last show was so powerful. We just had to do it again. If we wanted to, I'm sure we could go another four or five (laughs) and just scratch the surface. (laughs) But um, we want to jump right in to uh, this topic of dealing with our sons and daughters as they grow into adulthood. And one of the things I wanted you to share with our listening audience is some indicators that you saw that you realized it was time to change the relationship from parenting, from parenting uh, your children as little ones to now treating them as adults and parenting them as adults.
0: I, I want me to start. (laughs) Well, go ahead. You already have. <laughs> I think one of the main indicators that um, stood out to me is that when you notice your children becoming more independent, mm-hmm. when they want more independence, that's a, a flag that you need to start shifting your parenting style because it seems like the older children get, usually the more independent they become. I mean, you know, it's a shift. Coming from elementary school to middle school, they become more independent from middle to high school. Definitely more independent from high school to college. Wide open. (laughs) So, So, you know, so you have to be able to to shift when you see them asking for and requiring more independence. And and, and when I say shift, I mean, I I think you have to allow them to make more decisions Mm -hmm. on their own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let, let, Let them grow. And, you know, you, you can use them as learning lessons, but mm-hmm. but you need to start shifting with them. And I think that, that's a big indicator. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the more you don't see them in your home, you know, when he mentions independence, um, maybe they're asking to be more with their friends, mm-hmm. you know, like in our household um you know as as you get older or i remember it more with me because one of the amazing things about my kids i used to think they were going to get to a point where they didn't want to go to the movies with us or to the amusement park with us and they never or out to dinner with us because I went through that phase of growing up. I don't want to be seen with my parents. Right. <laughs> but our kids never went through that phase. They had no problem. We shopped this foursome, 16, oh, seven, cool. you know, 16 17 years old, 2021. 20, and we're out all at the mall or mm-hmm. dinner or the movies or whatever. But a lot of kids will reach a point where, you know, I want to hang with my friends. So they're no longer in your eyesight as much. You may have your curfew in place, but they're more independent. They're in their extracurricular activity. And so when you don't have as much eyesight over them Mm -hmm. and they're living more independent because they're absent from your home in the frequency that they used to be is definitely a time to shift parenting style. But what's important is you know what the shift is. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have small children you and you are raising them, you are training them in the way they should go. When you shift, you're not raising children, you're influencing them now. Mm-hmm. So we shift from training, from raising to influencing and you can only influence those that you make feel the best about themselves. So you know what? A parent that'll work really hard when they're little to get their children's heart. See, if you get their heart when when they're small and you make sure that you validate them and spend time and quality time with them when they're small, when they get to that point of that teenage year where you're beginning to make the shift, you will have that influence that you need to have Mm -hmm. over their lives, Mm -hmm. so.
0: And I think another indicator to me is a little more minor than that one is that you need to recognize that when they get to the point where they feel they don't need or want your advice, mm-hmm. wow, you can't force feed it to them. Wow. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's time where you need to start making a shift. Again, right. you're going to have to allow them to make their own decisions, whether it's right or wrong. And then you, know, then you just sit down with them and have some learning lessons because- When they get out the house going to college, they're on their own. They're going to be making their own decision, doing what they want to do. But if if they feel that they have some freedom as they're growing up, preparing for that stage, I I think, you know, they won't get as wild as we've seen (laughs) seen it happen out there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, one of the things you had shared (laughs) last time was how you gave your daughter a rope. Yes, I did. And can you expand on like what that looks like? What you mean by giving her that, Rope. Rope. Well, you know, my daughter turned eighteen, she's an
1: early 18 year old. So she was in high school when she turned 18 in February of her senior year. And I knew she was going away to Spelman. And the reality was she was going to be out of our control, out of our house. And I wouldn't know what she was doing. And I really felt by, by really, I felt on the inside by God, you know, Allow her a certain level of freedom now so that she won't go buck wild when mm-hmm. she gets to college. Mm-hmm. So she would ask to go out and I i wouldn't even ask the detail of it. I trusted her. Mm-hmm. I trusted that you're going out, you're responsible. I believe you're going out with responsible people. If you choose to tell me you're going to go out with your girlfriends or if you choose to tell me you're going to go out with um, um, uh, your new male friend, um, I Waited to hear that. And most of the time she volunteered that. But I didn't interrogate her. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see what she would do with this new rope. I wouldn't tell her what time to come back in. I wanted to see would she hang out till four o'clock in the morning. I just wanted to see what would she do. Mm -hmm. It was it was a trial. Had she broken what I thought was reasonable, we would have addressed that. Mm -hmm. But I saw her be responsible because I communicated to her like a young adult with respect. She knew that I was trusting that she had wisdom to know how to conduct herself properly as a young lady when she was outside of our environment, and it paid off. I watched her come in on time. I watched her voluntarily tell me who she was going out with and what she was doing without me having to interrogate her. Mm-hmm. I watched her when she got in Spelman, her, when we visit her, um, when she came well, when she came back from Christmas saying, you know, the girl, my roommates are going buck wild. They are just all over the place. But you know, because you treated me this way mm-hmm. um, in my senior year and gave me liberty, I don't even feel like oh, I want to be going to the left and to the right. I I don't have that need to, 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 to break restrictions and, mm-hmm. and, and and you know, strong, rigid rules because I, she knew that they were already given to her the mm-hmm. grace and she had proven herself to be responsible.
3: And so. basically what I'm hearing is that essentially if you don't begin to trust them when they're younger, mm-hmm. that 13, 14, just gradually yes. d- develop mm-hmm. them in this area, then they're going to find a way to do it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So either... You trust them now, or they're going to go buck wild Mm -hmm. crazy later. Mm -hmm. And it's better to kind of develop them in that area and be an example in that area of, of, again, of that trust than to wait until they get off to college. And we hear the stories of people just gone completely (laughs) wild (laughs) because they weren't allowed to do anything at that younger stage, and no one trusted them to make the right decision.
0: No, they didn't. And, you know, I just wanted to say for um, her to handle Brittany like that, that was a shift because this is a disciplinary. <laughs> this is the disciplinary, And for it to shift from that to like a friendship mode in her high school years, I mean, she really made a shift and, and it really paid off. It don't uh, take the edge off.
1: It, it did take the mm-hmm. edge off. And one of the things when correction was needed, I learned to say things like, you know, you're a really smart kid and you're really wise. It's not, it's not like you to make a decision like that. Mm, that's good. You see, um, oh, that's good. you're affirming them. You're you. If you want people to rise up to another level, then you have to treat them at the level that you see them to rise up to. So I can't good. call you an imbecile and you being stupid or you don't, don't you have common sense and expect you to rise here. No, I'm going to keep you low because because I'm sending out words to say you're imbecile. You don't make good judgments. You're not wise. So that kid has nothing to strive to mm-hmm. because that's what you think of me. So why should I be anything more? Mm-hmm. But when you come and say, you know, you, you have godly character, you have the, you're wise, you know, young lady. And it's just not like you to make a decision like that. What mm-hmm. what happened? You know, because I know that's not your character. And so you are affirming them, you're taking away the defenses of an argument when you have to bring the correction, and you're letting them see that you believe in their potential. Mm -hmm. And it works wonders to, you mean, to help them think about the error that they made and not be defensive and to hear you in -hmm. your conversation as you remember to hear them, too.
3: So So. it's so important just to have that just good listening. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. You parents, you need to learn to listen more than you talk, especially when they
3: become teenagers.
1: And as they continue on into adult years, it is so important to listen more than you talk, because when you do talk, your your words will carry influence. If you're telling everything you know about something and it's not asked for, then you'll just sound like noise Mm. instead of your words carrying weight, value Mm -hmm. and influence. You're pushing them away. Yeah.
3: Yeah, even
1: if it's good advice, even if they ask for the wisdom, but you don't know where to shut it Uh off, just just give you a little (laughs) nugget. Let let them draw in for more. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So
2: pastors, um, people are out there and they're saying, Pastor Cynthia, Pastor Tyrone, we hear you, but I'm afraid. I know you want to give. It's good to give our children a little rope, a little leeway, but I look at the news. Mm Uh, My neighbor down the street, something happened to their adult child. We look at the mistreatment of African-American people through the police. We look at all the horror stories, children getting on drugs, and I I don't want to give them that rope. I want to keep the Mm -hmm. reins tight. How do we help parents that may deal with this spirit of fear Mm -hmm. in them? while not trying to treat their children, you use a keyword, you said you didn't interrogate her because we don't treat our children at any age like criminals Mm -hmm. because they're God's child, number one, and we're there to help them. So what do you say to that parent that's afraid to let go? And because they're afraid to let go, their reactions to their children is causing a tumultuous relationship. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, you know, if you think what I did that I didn't have fear, involved in that. Mm -hmm. And I even had to overcome the fear because it is a reality. You know, what if something happens to my kid? What if they don't make it home? What if, you know, in this today's situation, you know, my child is accosted by the police and killed or whatever, or, you know, those things ran through my mind. And, but God dealt with me. He says, you know, do you think you can do a better job of Mm -hmm. protecting your child than me? Your, your fear is saying that you have more confidence in your ability and your strict rule and your disciplinarian to keep them in this little prison in your home and, mm-hmm. and tell them no to everything. Then you have more confidence in your ability to protect them than you do in my confidence to mm-hmm. protect them. Mm-hmm. And it just had to come to a place that I had to recognize fears of the devil. Yes. You know, he's trying to make me have faith in the fact that the worst thing will happen yeah. and ha- no confidence in the god that's my keeper the confidence in the god mind you i did what i did because i felt led by god to do these release it, every child is different yeah. you got to know the different character of your child but i'm gonna tell you what you will feed rebellion if you try to make mm-hmm. rigid rules and Everything you say they can't do, mm-hmm. they're going to be they doing it, do it anyway. They're going to sneak out and do it anyway. So, so you're going to have to fight that spirit of fear. You're going to have to ask God to help you to learn to trust him and help him to guide you on the inside. And, right. you know, it's, it's a constant thing. You know, even today, our kids don't live, with, live live with us. My daughter's 34. My son is 28. But he's a black male. And, you know, and to me, the way he likes to wear his hair and his beard, he he looked like <laughs> one of the ones that, you know, Mike, the if he got stopped by the cops, that, the you know, he's not clean shaven and look he like the all them. Yeah, right. they may profile mm-hmm. him. But I pray over him. Mm-hmm. I trust the values I put in him, that he hears the spirit of God and, and knows how to come and go. And then I got to roll the care of it over God. I'll go crazy
2: Amen. if I live from
1: that place. Wow.
2: <laughs> I have three boys. Mm. Oh, that is so good. That was so, I mean, it, it, it gave me a sense of just encouragement to know that all the concerns that I might have is me being a black man and me having three African-American young men that I need to give all those concerns over to God and let God fill a place in me. So Mm -hmm. I don't alienate Mm -hmm. my children. I was talking to your husband before we came on and, about a conversation i had with my son and he was so gracious to share with me how we want to keep our children open so that they are willingly coming to us yes. when they have a concern especially as adults because as children we as parents we can solve the issue we mm-hmm. can correct it we can pay anything we need to pay or <laughs> yell at anyone we need to yell at <laughs> to leave our children alone but when they become adults it's a different ball game yes, isn't it is. it's a whole
3: different ball game yep. And what I'm hearing more than anything is that it's truly your relationship with Christ. Yeah. And without that relationship, you can't have that peace. You can't roll that care over to God because you don't know Him. No. And you have to have that relationship with the Holy One. You have to have. You have to know who your Father is yes. in order for us to truly trust that. Okay, you know what, God, I trust what I put inside my child, and I trust that you're going to protect him when he walks out of this door. Yeah. I trust that you're going to protect her. I trust what you, what you've told me about them. And I just remember my myself and my own experiences of going somewhere and the enemy giving me a dream that did not come from God and just fear kind of jumping on me. And I began just to pray in the Holy Ghost. Mm. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I know you love my family. I know you love my kids. And I know that you're going to protect my husband and my daughter. I know nothing's going to happen to them. But if I did not have that relationship, Mm. if I did not know in my heart that God loves them greater than than I can possibly love them, then I would have been completely shipwrecked. Mm. And so I would just encourage you who's listening that if you don't know Jesus, accept Jesus as Lord of your life. Amen. Open up your heart. Say, Lord, I receive you as, as a head yeah. of my life. I thank you for dying on the cross for me. I know that you, that you saved me from myself. Yeah. And allow Jesus to really minister to you when it comes to this area of your children. Because he knew them before you knew them. He had a relationship with them before you even knew you were pregnant. So if he knows them and he had a relationship with them before they even got to this planet, before you even thought about having... A baby, then he knows what they need, and he knows how to give you the answer you need to help properly direct them. Mm -hmm. So that's so good (laughs) (laughs) and so true. (laughs) But it's it's, just—it's that's—I just know that without him, we could not. No, we could not. We 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 just couldn't. Mm -hmm. Right, Right. that's That's
2: true. true. That's true. And now the the wisdom and audience, I want you guys to hear this young parents, you now have the benefit of Pastors Tyrone and Cynthia Marshall's experience. So now the things that they may have went through, the things they're sharing with you, don't just watch this show and just Mm -hmm. put it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. Allow it to be downloaded in your heart so that now you can have the advantage so that your children can be happy and because children have concerns, too, don't they? Yes, Absolutely. they do. Uh, And so can, can either of you just share with our, our audience, what are some of the concerns you think children may have as they're being raised when they reach that adulthood stage? Mm-hmm. What are some of the things you are saying in it that, that you think that they're saying in their mind, well, mom doesn't understand, or dad doesn't understand, or they don't like this, or but they don't know me, and times have changed, and <laughs> they're shaking their head, and, and all of this
0: stuff. Help us. <sighs> I really think that that's one of the main concerns that they have is that their parents still treat them like children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that they're, they're grown. And 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 sometimes parents don't respect the fact that they are now grown. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you got to let them live their own life mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. because they're grown, they're adults. Let them make their own decisions. Let them do life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and to me, the the bottom line is just, treat them like you would treat any other adult amen amen and in the bottom line of that you're gonna end up having a healthier relationship mm. a stronger relationship and a more enjoyable relationship yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: so you all have again you lived with your kids you've worked with them so you know what that enjoyable relationship looks like you know what a healthy, parent to adult <laughs> relationship you looks know unhealthy right you, like. you, right <laughs> you, you, know, you know you know what that looks like what that can grow to and how people can benefit what are some ways that parents can benefit and learn and grow from their adult child oh you mean the 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 fruit of your
1: labor. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. You want to share some of the fruit of our labor?
0: Well, the fruit of of the labor that I'm experiencing now is that I I see our children come to us for advice.
3: Praise
0: God. That we don't have to take, you know, sit them down and tell them anything. We only only time we really share advice with them is when they come and ask for advice. Mm. Mm.
3: Mm. Can you say that one more time? (laughs) The only time you
0: what? Only time we give advice is when they come and ask for advice.
3: Oh Jesus! If I was in church, I would be running around <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and as a result of our relationship, I mean, it, it's not been perfect, but we've grown and we've learned a lot. And mm-hmm. and here we have them as adults, and yeah. and and we're doing ministry together every day. Uh, we take vacations together matter of fact we're getting ready to go on one soon together as a family oh, that's good uh we, we go to restaurants we just went to a restaurant this past sunday together yeah. celebrating 20 years of pastoring Praise together God. i think mean, we, we go to the malls together the the beaches together i mean they want to be with us yeah. we, we're This is the benefit of trying to learn how to make that shift Mm -hmm. from, you know, a a child to adult parenting. Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot of great benefits. Yeah.
1: But I find one of the greatest benefit is the wisdom that they offer us. Yes, That when you respect your adult children, hey, parents, you don't know it all. God gave you your kids to be a gift to you as well. Yes. And as you nurture them in the things of the Lord and he has anointed them with their own gifts and talents and to see the world from their perspective, there's something in them that as adult parents, we need to add to our life. So you should always be teachable yes. and re and, and, and educate yourself from anyone, learn from anybody. And the beauty is we get wisdom from our children, yes, wisdom do. on how to minister, wisdom on how the audience um may be perceiving us wisdom mm. on how to market wisdom on how to dress wisdom on just different life things wisdom on how to talk maybe and not offend, offend thin i'm um, a person of another age category because maybe we're old-fashioned and words that were associated that we could say 20 years ago if you said that same terminology would cause offense now mm-hmm. and explain why, and then having the heart to hear it, to receive it, mm. yes. because you're meek and realize they have value to add to yourself. Mm-hmm. Having friendship with your children—that mm-hmm. is something that is great, great—and they want the friendship. Mm-hmm. You're not forcing it on them. And then, and, with, and
0: it's like a, a mutual respect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we respect them, and I they like respect it. us. Yeah.
1: I love yeah. It. And so, those are some of the benefits that we've seen. From this trial and error and following God <laughs> and learning how to transition. And,
0: and I wanna to say to me, it seems like my relationship with my, my son and daughter now at this age is better than it was when they were children. Wow. wow. Yeah. And it seems like I, I had more influence and impact in their life now as adults, even than I did as 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 they were with children. Mm-hmm. Well
3: what's so key. That's the benefit. <laughs> what's so key was that it's something you all said before. You went from training to influencing. And when you went from that training to influencing, you recognized that how you carried yourself and everything you did was a reflection to them. So you had to constantly be mindful of how you communicated so that you can get to this point in your adult relationship with them. So that they can what now receive from you and you both can receive from each other and grow together. And I think that's just so key as to you made sure you were the constant steady example in their life. Mm -hmm. And and that's and that's everything. You you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't I can't I can't see this relationship happening without that part first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay, we have about a minute left. Give us some quick Closing thoughts, just some quick advice that you would give to our listening audience.
1: I would encourage parents, be good listeners and stop being the talkers. That's good. Mm -hmm. Because when you were raising them, you did all the talking. But now when they become around teens or or preteens, you need to have an ear to hear Put yourself in their perspective. Put yourself in their shoes. Remember when you were that age so that you can hear from their perspective Mm -hmm. and do more listening, a lot less talking and hearing. That will definitely empower your influence. Mm -hmm. Um, Remember to respect them as adults when they become adult children. Don't treat them like little kids. And remember, don't offer you advice unless (laughs) it's asked for. (laughs) And then if they ask for it, don't get insulted if they don't take it continually pray for your children. Um, like I said, remember that you were once their age, keep the door open constantly. Have an open door so they know that they always have a safe place to come. And then remember this, you raise them for such a time as this. Right. They are equipped, they are prepared. God is with them and for them. And trust God that what you train, God will do his part, mm. he'll keep them.
2: I pray that you guys really enjoyed this session. I know I got a lot out of it. I know, man, I wish, I don't know where the time went, but take what was said here today, deposit it into your heart and mind, allow your adult children to watch the broadcast with you, share it, talk about it, be in agreement and watch God do great things in your life. Thank you for joining the show today. We'll see you next time.
3: God bless. Bye-bye.